0: When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes, like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hello, you guys. It is Luna, and welcome back to another episode of On Point, my new podcast podcast. I'm having so much fun with this. Last week's episode was super important to me, and your guys' response and support has been amazing and super healing and cathartic for me, Um, so thank you for that. Go listen if you haven't already. Today, we are tackling another difficult topic, which is friends, and I think... Friends and friendships is something that you deal with for the rest of your life I don't think it's necessarily something that's only when you're young, which I feel like it's harder when you're young And it's also a lot of pressure because you always see people like Have these friends that they've had for a while and it's all up to you now to like build those friendships, right? We're in this like time period of life where we have to like develop these friendships for life But I don't necessarily think that's true Um, but I just I think friendships and friends is a it's a difficult topic It's something we deal with forever and I kind of want to talk about red flags. I want to talk about positive things in friendships. I want to talk about stories that I have for you and just really sit down, talk about it and see if we can come to any conclusion because it's something I struggle with daily and that's probably going to be most things in this podcast that we talk about. I'm very honest with what I'm going through right now and friendships and friends is something I'm not an expert on. I struggle with all the time. So I didn't go to college, which I feel like did affect the way I made friends because college is such a natural way of meeting friends. I see my sister and most of my sister's good friends right now are people that she met in college. So I feel like that set me back, especially, you know, graduating high school and then going into this industry the only people in my industry that I could really mingle with and meet were other influencers and YouTubers. And that alone was very hard because I live in LA, which is the possible like worst place to make friends. And I could be biased. I don't know. I'm just speaking from my experience. It's very, very hard to make meaningful, mutual, non-transactional friendships when you live in LA because. If you move to L.A. from like a small city or like anywhere, honestly, to pursue your career, you're probably here because this is where, you know, dreams are made. And what what helps with that? Connections and networking. And that's what everyone says. Go to these events and mingle and network. And how is that not going to be transactional? Like, that's literally the point of why we go to these things and post with each other and collab and do all this is literally just to gain off of each other. So it's really, really hard to make meaningful friendships in LA. And I'm just gonna say that. And I don't think that's the truth. I grew up here, which is also different. It's like, you know, I'm so used to this life and all of this and and now I'm meeting all these people that are just coming here to to gain fame or be known. And I feel like that obviously comes with its own thing. And it's very, very hard, very, very hard to meet genuine people out here. And I've struggled a lot, I have many stories, I'll get into that, but I guess I kind of wanted to start by just explaining what I believe makes a good friendship, like what qualities should you look for, what's important, Um, and the first thing for me that's super, super, super important with anybody I meet is to feel seen. You need to feel seen by your friends, and this is my worst pet peeve, and I've told people this all the time. If I'm sitting down at dinner with you and it feels like an interview, that's not friendship. Like, if you don't even have the decency to ask me the same questions back that I'm asking you, then, like, what is this? Like, I'm literally not here to interview you. I'm not here to leave this whole thing drained. Like... I feel like oftentimes my biggest struggle is I go places I'm I'm like doing everything in my power to create the vibe. I can't I don't want anyone to be feel awkward. I don't want silence, so I'm like racking my brain to think about any question I can ask anybody. Like I'm freaking out. And nobody nobody does that for me. Like I feel like it's so hard to find people that can reciprocate that energy. And I don't know what that is. Maybe it's just cuz I'm in LA again and everything just is so transactional here. But Like, if I'm meeting you for the first time, and I'm like, oh, where are you from? And they're like, Missouri. Like, are you going to ask me the same question back or like, (laughs) what's going on? Like, am I interviewing you? Is this Jimmy Fallon? Like, no, it's not. (laughs) I cannot stand that. I literally can't stand that. I need it to be mutual. I'm not I don't want it's not like I want to talk about myself the whole time. That's totally not it It's just it needs to be a back and forth I literally don't want to be sitting there stressed trying to create the vibe and Make sure that they don't feel awkward when they're they're not even thinking about doing that. So feeling seen is very very important at least for me in a friendship The next thing that I feel like is super important is just overall positivity because I feel like Right now, at the age I am, being a girl, it's so easy to just like connect over being negative and talking shit and hating people and gossiping. Like, it's the lowest form of connection. And I totally, totally am not saying that I'm an angel in this because I find that if I'm in an awkward situation, I'm at a party and there's another person there that I don't know, like, The easiest form to connect with somebody is to, like, gossip or talk shit. Be like, oh, well, I hate this food or, oh, that person is a little weird or, oh, you don't like this person? Me neither. Let me tell you a bad story about them. Like, it's the easiest form of connection because it instantly puts, like, something in common with you guys. But that's terrible. Like, (laughs) who wants to build a friendship off of that? So I feel like overall positivity, like, do you leave the encounter feeling uplifted and empowered and inspired by your friend, or like even if it's a good friend that comes over and it's just so negative, do you is that like something that's that's worth it for you? You know, like and we all have our days, like, oh my God, I'm sure I've been a bad friend in a way of like coming to someone's house, crying on their sofa. But like, I mean, that's friendship. That's different. Those are for people that I really, really like know and love and it doesn't really matter. But overall, you want to feel like your friendship is empowering and inspiring and leaves you feeling like that's the that's the point of human connection, right? It's like feeling good. <laughs> like You don't want to feel negative. Absolutely not. Who wants negative people in their life? Nobody. The next thing that I feel like is super important is consistency. And it's different for a lot of different things because I have those friends that I've known since birth and we don't really talk that often. And so, like, that doesn't really fall under consistency, right? But it's not even about that. It's just, a consistent energy. Like, I know if I call these people or text these people, they're going to be there for me or this or that. But if you have those friends that are, again, like, transactional or only come to hang out with you when they're mad at some of their other friends or only want to hang out with you because you can take them to this party because you have the connects in L.A., like, It needs to be consistent in every area of your life. You know, it should be well-rounded. You can sit on the sofa, say nothing all day. You can go to a fancy dinner and talk for hours. You can go to a party together and not feel like you're going to be abandoned by them. Like, it has to be well-rounded and consistent. And that's what builds trust, you know, in a friendship. That's like the main thing that builds trust is consistency. So I feel like that's super important. Another thing that I think is very important in friendship is vulnerability. And I don't struggle with this. Like I can go to this like a stranger in a coffee shop and tell them my whole life story and my problems. And that's like maybe a negative thing. Like I'm definitely an overshare, and I trust people way, way, way too fast. And I've taken a step back recently because I had an experience with this girl who I thought was a friend, but not really. I don't know what I was thinking, but I invited her into my home. I really wanted advice on something that she deals with or has dealt with very, very personally to her. It was a very personal experience for me, and I really just wanted advice, but then she wanted to talk about this other thing that then, you know, I was trying to connect with this girl. I maybe said things I shouldn't have. She left and told this whole group of people that I said this and this and this and now they all hate me like I sat there and I was like oh my god why did I do that I don't even barely know this girl I invited her into my home like my sacred home and I was completely blindsided and all these things like I wasn't even the one saying anything bad like but that's like the prime example for you is like you need to know that if you are being vulnerable, it's safe and it's trust. And you need to know that those people are loyal to you. And you also want to know that they can be vulnerable with you. You know, I feel like I also have a lot of friendships where I'm like saying all this stuff about my life and I don't even know the person. Like, you're not even telling me anything. Like, I see it in your eyes, like you're depressed or this or that. You're not even telling me anything. Like, I want to know, you know, like you want, You want it to be mutual and be vulnerable with each other. And I feel like that's super important. And you also want to be like vulnerable in a sense where it's okay to like tell good things in your life or okay to brag about something and not have the other person be jealous or competitive with you. That's also very, very, very important. And the last thing, which I've already kind of touched on, is just mutualism. You know, would they do for you what you do for them? And would they... Text you as much as you text them. And like, it needs to be mutual constantly. And I always use this word when it comes to friendships because I feel like a lot of the times there can be an imbalance. And that's okay. You know, a lot of times it can be friends give each other different things. And that's also okay. But it has to be mutual regardless. You know, I feel like I've been in a lot of situations where. I'm giving so much of myself and I'm putting all this effort out and I'm giving them all this advice and I'm just getting nothing in return. And I'm like exhausted and I'm trying so hard to make this friendship work, but it's just not working. And that's not friendship, you know, and it's okay. I also just think you need to be okay with the fact that people come and go in your life and it doesn't have to be all or nothing. So, yes, I do think friendships mostly have to be mutual. I think there's times when maybe one person goes through something and they can't offer that mutualism. But I feel like an o- the overall theme has to be, you know, I would do for you what you would do for me. Okay, next I want to talk about a couple red flags that I see in people or friends or acquaintances that immediately turn me off. I'm like, okay, no, you cannot be my friend or be a good friend to me. And the first thing is kind of weird. Um, it's if they connect with me too fast and it's, it's weird because I feel like I sometimes do this and I hate that I do this because again, I'm an overshare. It's what I do. Um, I just like love, I love to connect to people fast, but that's also my kryptonite. It's like, that's, what's bad and that's exactly what the story i just told you i trusted this girl way too fast told her way too much information and that happened you know but i also was at this party once and this girl who's like a mutual friend with a couple of my other friends who i've never met i was talking to her and she was just so into my conversation she was like oh my god oh my god and then she looked at all of my friends or like the people i don't even know how to explain these people but she looked at all of them and she goes oh my god like why haven't you guys brought around luna more like i love her like she's she's so cool and like i don't really like girls that much but i really like you and i just like it didn't feel good i'm like you you immediately put yourself in the power of like you get to choose whether you want me or not it was weird and it just felt so off i'm like it's also not a really a good quality that you don't like most females like it's not something that I'm like, wow, oh my God, I'm so honored to be in your presence and I totally want to be your friend. Like, I hate that. I mean, that kind of doesn't really go with what I was just saying, but when people connect with you a little bit too fast, I don't think that's necessarily a good quality in a friend. And I can't really put my finger on it as to why, but I feel like a friendship needs to evolve and develop and you need to build that trust. And if it's immediately just like all or nothing, I feel like those are the ones that just like end really fast. You know, I don't know. That's just a red flag to me. That situation was like, whoa, I don't know about that. that. That was just a little bit weird. Um, Another red flag is if they act differently around other people. And I have dealt with this so much, you guys. I don't know if it's particularly in L.A. or whatever, but... I find that I'll be like friends with someone, I'll be sitting with them and then you go to a party with them and they are a different person. They're trying to find anybody else that they can connect to. They'll leave you at the party. They they're, they just act totally different as if they don't know you. Like I have dealt with this so much. Immediate red flag, immediate red flag. Like that's another quality in a friend that I feel like I need is in a question that you can ask yourself is like if we went to a party together, would she leave me? You know, would she make me Uber home alone? If the answer is yes, that's not much of a friend to you. I'm sorry. Just no. Red flag. Done deal. Don't even need to uh, go further on that. The next red flag that I feel like it's a little bit iffy, but if they are just like talking shit and gossiping to you all the time, I don't feel like that's a really positive friend to have. And I deal with with this a lot and i'm not saying i'm perfect because you know i feel like gossiping and it just comes with life and it's it's a tough situation but if you're with someone and their whole identity and like only thing they want to talk about is gossip or stories or this or that you kind of and i know it feels good in the moment like i know from personal experience gossiping and talking shit and connecting to somebody on that level feels so good in the moment but I know each and every one of you leave leave that, like, encounter feeling awful. Like, I know for me, I always leave feeling so dirty, and I'm like, oh, God, now what if what I said comes out? And it's just, it's not, like, it doesn't leave, you don't leave the encounter feeling empowered and inspired. Again, it's just negative. Um, And I feel like it has to be balanced, of course. I feel like gossip can be a good thing sometimes, but overall if all they want to do is gossip and talk shit about other people, like, and get that out of you, because they just want to, like, they want to bring you down to their level, you know, and they want that, like, low form of connection, and you're better than that. I know you guys are better than that. I'm better than that, and I'm working on that all the time, but I feel like that's a red flag in France, for sure, and that's, like, kind of all I could come up with for red flags. There's obviously so much more, but those are my main ones that I feel like You know, if you notice these things, I'm not sure if that's such a good friend for you. Okay, I want to go into some tips and tricks on how I cope with making friends and keeping friends and all of that. And the number one thing I always tell people is you have to categorize your friends. And I know that sounds so weird, but genuinely make a list and it'll save you from so much disappointment and expectation. And here are my categories that I have. I have my like everyday best friends and it doesn't even have to be every day, but I have my best friends that I know I could tell anything and they wouldn't tell anybody else. I could lay down with them for hours on the couch and say nothing and we would still be fine. It's my childhood friends I haven't seen in a year that I can go hang out with and it's totally like no time has passed. It's like your ride or die friends. And like for me, I probably have like three or four, maybe like my sister is included in that. (laughs) Like those are friendships are the ones that are hardest to find. And I hope that at least you guys have one of those people in your life that you can really go to. And that's like what you should really work towards finding is these ride or dies. But I have those and I have my category and list of those. And that doesn't really change. You know, I've I've had these people since forever. That does not really change. But I've also made, I've also made A couple friends that fall under this list recently not recently but like in the last few years so it can happen you know it doesn't have to be something that you develop for a while but you have that category and then I have my like friendly I wouldn't even categorize them as friends like your friendly acquaintances kind of these are the people that I text if I want to go out to a party these are the people that sometimes could be transactional which you know unfortunately that's the business i'm in um these are the people that you talk to at a party but you don't necessarily text afterwards or maybe you guys reply and comment on each other's instagram photos but like you would never tell this person your deepest darkest secret and this list is large for me (laughs) it's quite large for me i feel like living in la you have a lot of friends like this and it sucks It obviously sucks because a lot of these people, I'm like, oh, well, I wish that you could be that for me because I do have such a good time with you. But I just know, like, these red flags have happened with you or it just seems like you're two-sided. Sometimes it's you're a different person when we're around other people and that. And it's okay. Like, I feel like we can get so down on ourselves that our friends suck and this and that. But, like, you got to turn it around on yourself. You're the one that's choosing to have these people in your life or not. And... You need to categorize it. You need to like know that you do not, you're not going to expect anything else from this person. Like there's people in this category have zero expectations other than sometimes you might have a good time with them or this or that, but like they're just not someone that that can provide and be in that other category. And that's okay. That's totally fine. Like we're going to have different relationships in our life and different levels. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. So categorize your friends. And then you have like your, you know, I don't even know what you would call that. Just like not enemies, but like I have people in my life that I've been friends with that maybe it didn't work out or, you know, we fall out of friendship, we fall out of of talking and that's also okay. I would say overall for me, I never want to have bad blood or like burn any bridges with anybody. I just hate the idea of sitting there and knowing that another person doesn't like me. I just hate that. And that... Might be my people pleasing, you know. <laughs> it might be my OCD, my control. I just hate the idea that someone would be at a party and be like, "Luna, oh, I hate her. She did this, this, and this." Like, I hate that. And if it means that we have to have like a cordial conversation to end our friendship, please, like, that's all I want. You know, I, I just hate the idea that something's up in the air. You know, like you can not like me, but let's have a conversation about it and like conversation as to why it ended and and. help me better myself if if I was a bad friend to you like I had these two friends and I really loved them like I connected with them so much we had all gone through like similar things and we were just like a little trio and it was so great and then they just both ghosted me out of nowhere and like I sit to this day I literally had a dream about them two nights ago I sit to this day wondering what I did I don't know what I did and I would do anything to just know, you know, like I, I'm i so uncomfortable. I hate feeling like I'm a bad person because I don't think genuinely in my heart I'm a bad person. But these people make me feel like I did something terrible and I want to know why. Like, and it's OK if they grew out of being friends with me or something happened that I just I want to know, you know, so I'd say overall, always get closure. I don't even know how I started talking about this. Why did I start talking about this? I don't know. I just went into another tangent. But yeah, I just don't want bad blood with anybody. You should never have bad blood with anybody. I hate that. I just literally hate that. And it's going to happen, you know? Sometimes you can't control it. But just be the bigger person and you can end things maturely. Have good communication. Like I'm just, I want to know too. Better, help me better myself as a person and a friend. If I did something messed up, please let me know. My next tip for you guys is to show up in a friendship in the way that you would want them to show up for you. You know, you want to know that if a friendship doesn't work out or you guys don't connect, that you did everything that you could. You showed your purest self. You know, sometimes I think to myself like, okay, well, maybe that friendship that ended, I wasn't really in the best time of my life. I maybe was talking a lot of gossip and was very negative and just came to them with very negative energy and that sucks like I hate to think like that you know like I hate to think that I was in a place of my life where it couldn't work out because I showed up in that way and I would never even want a friend that was like how I was at the time you know so always show up in the way that you would want them to show up for them it's like the golden rule you know be the friend that you would want and then you have no reason to blame yourself if it doesn't work out, you know? Like, just be your purest self. Try as hard as you can to find that human connection. And if it doesn't work out, then you know it's not on you, you know? So that's very important for everything in life. Always show up in the way that you would want other people to show up for you. And then the last tip I have for you guys is don't look for friends in places that you wouldn't go. And That sounds like a very broad statement, but I've always thought I was like beating myself up over the fact that I couldn't find genuine people in L.A. or connections, yet I was going to find friends in a network environment where obviously everyone's there to try to use each other for followers or clout, you know, like it's literally what these events are held for. So, yeah, maybe I'm not going to find the genuine connection there. Or sometimes I would be in the club or like at a promoter dinner which is like it's not even something that is in my in my characteristic to go it's not like in my character to go to a club I'm sorry like genuinely I'm someone that will stay home and watch Grey's Anatomy and crochet and maybe have a glass of wine like once a month and uh, that's like what makes me happy and that's like how I find happiness I it's not in my nature to go clubbing every week and drink constantly and take shots like it's literally I'm not even saying I'm so pure and perfect and great I have my faults but like it's just does not sound fun to me at all it's just not what I want to do I am so not saying there's anything wrong with finding friends in the club absolutely not totally like everyone is different and I'm not saying you can't find friends there and I'm also not saying that like in these networking events and parties that i haven't found like really genuine people like avery who's one of my best friends we met through being an influencer being online like i think we messaged each other on instagram first and then hung out like separately but that's someone that's in my industry that i'm really really close with and i know like i can call her at any time and she's there for me amanda like obviously there's exceptions but overall i mean To like the friends that I've made in this industry versus the friends I have not. It's very different, but I feel like for me, like my dream way to make friends would be to like go to a crochet class or go to like ballet or just like go do things that are in your morals and in your characteristics. And I feel like you're going to meet people that have those same morals too, you know? Just go places that you would want to find friends, that you would want to find more people like you to be friends with, you know? That's kind of all I could think about when it came to friendships. Like my main things that I look for, red flags and things that I want in friendships. And I feel like I obviously get disappointed and struggle with friends all the time but I do have my like solid friends and if you can find those people which are the non-transactional friendships that are the you can feel seen by them it's mutual you go when you feel empowered and the conversation's easy um and you're positive you look you leave feeling inspired and positive and there's no competitiveness and you feel like you can tell them all the good things in your life and all the bad things like that's that's friendship to me And that's like the most well-rounded form of friendship to me. But I did want to get into some questions that you guys have asked me um, and just try to give you advice from your big sis, Luna, here. Um, Someone asks, how do I politely escape a toxic relationship? This is difficult. Really, really difficult. And... I know for me, I hate letting people down and I hate like being the one to facilitate that. Like I almost would rather be friend broken up with than be the one to have to do it. Um, But I feel like it's so easy to ghost and it's so easy to just cut the relationship off. But that happened to me. And I can tell you that it's just not not the best form. Like in everything you want to be, mature and be the bigger person. I feel like if you just draft a simple text that's like hey, um I don't know, maybe they did something bad. Hey, this 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 um that you did really hurt me. I don't feel like we're in a place in our lives to be friend or continue this friendship or just say it in a very nice like very formal breakup type text. Like I just feel like that's the most respectful thing that you can do. Like, just be like, hey, I feel like our morals or our life or like our experiences that we're going through right now don't really line up and um, I don't want to continue this friendship anymore. Like, just give them that closure because you never know what they're going to go and say to other people or you just don't want bad blood. Like, it's not fair to either party. I feel like you just need. You need to have that like closure. And that's what I would say is like, just draft a really, really simple text and If they don't understand that, then, you know, that's their problem to deal with. But I feel like if you can do everything that you can to be the bigger person, then you can continue on with like a clearer headspace. How to get guy friends without it being more. This is difficult and it's hard for me to advise because I am in a relationship. So when it comes to making guy friends, it's a little bit different. You know, like there's another person I have to respect as well. But if you're in a relationship and you want to make a guy friend and not want it to be more, I think obviously you have to, like, talk to your partner about it, make sure that they're comfortable with everything. But I know for me, it's important for me to bring up my boyfriend a lot. Like, there's a lot of people that I work with or in the space that I am, and I want them to know that, like, you know, I'm a very friendly person. And I think that a lot of the times that can be perceived as flirting and I have to be very careful because I give people... A lot of attention and i i love to make people feel important and seen and that's like again one of my biggest pet peeves is if people don't do that so i make it a very much a point to like make sure everyone feels seen or this or that and the number one thing that i do with guys that i want them to know okay well this is not like a romantic type thing i have a boyfriend i'm taking is i always bring up first of all i bring up my boyfriend be like oh well my boyfriend Um, and me are going to this trip or this or that. Or I'll always ask them, be like, oh, like, what's the girl updates in your life? Like, what's going on? Like, oh, and I'll give them advice as if I'm like one of their friends. And that's helped me the most when it comes to making guy friends. But I don't know. It's, It's interesting. And I'm also like, not the best to ask because I fell in love with my best friend that was a guy and I'm dating him now. So I don't know. That really didn't work out for me as friends, you know, so <laughs> I just think that's important. But, um, yeah, I feel like just like friends zone them. Typical friend zone. Just talk about guys in your life or talk about their experiences with love or just make sure it's known that you're not looking for anything further. Just drop little hints here and there. You know, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. Is there? I don't know. Is that toxic? I'm not sure next question have you ever had to cut off a friend because their body image issues were affecting you this is a really hard topic because i don't think there's anything wrong with having to step back from a friendship if the other person is struggling a lot with whatever and i know there could be like a lot of guilt with that it's like wasn't that what friends are for it's like I'm supposed to be here for this person. But when it starts affecting your happiness and your well-being, you always have to take care of yourself, you know, first and foremost. Like, do everything that you can and your and your willpower to, like, help, obviously. But if it starts affecting you and it's really bad, like, you have to take a step back. And I've definitely had times like this, especially growing up in ballet, where, you know, we all struggled with body issues or mental issues. And there's been times where... I have to step away from a friendship for a little bit and reconnect back when we're feeling a little bit better. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I don't know if I would really necessarily say anything unless they're like, hey, why aren't we hanging out often? Then I guess you can say it in a nice way, like talk to people and try to format a way to say it where it doesn't make their issues worse, you know. But I don't think there's anything wrong with needing to take time for yourself if something's affecting you. And I feel like Unfortunately, I've been that friend that, you know, again, I'm an oversharer, and I struggle a lot mentally. So I think a lot of times I can be the friend that comes and vents and pours it all out and needs advice constantly or does all that. And I I hate that aspect of myself. And I wish that I wasn't so much of an oversharer. but I do feel like sometimes I can be that friend and I'm very consciousness of conscious conscious of it but i don't think there's anything wrong with having to step away from a friendship if they're struggling and it's, it's just such a hard situation but there's nothing wrong with it next question what to do when your friend has a shitty boyfriend and they don't realize it this is such a tough situation and what i'm about to say sucks and unfortunately is the truth but i've been in situations like in toxic relationships where all I want to do is just vent about how shitty the person is to me and get advice from my best friend. And it got between us because I would go and vent to her about how terrible he is. He was doing all these terrible things. And she was like, you're so much better than that. Leave him. He sucks. Da, 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 da. And then obviously I wouldn't because I was in a toxic cycle. And then she she just felt like okay, well, you know, it's just gonna be the same thing. And then she comes to me and she pours this all out again. And it was almost hard. She told me she was like, it's so it was so hard for me to watch you go through that. And she kind of had to take a step back, which I kind of realized, you know. And I've also realized it for myself. Like, I'm I'm an overshare. and if I struggle with someone in my life, I'm gonna go talk to other people about it. And I don't think that's necessarily. The best thing like i almost wish that at that time i would have talked only to my therapist about it because it got between us so bad and i felt i felt terrible that i was kind of putting her through my experience with that oftentimes we want to share the negative things especially when it comes to relationships i know for me if something happens in my relationship all i want to do is be like this is what he did and da, 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 and i need advice um but i almost think like you really have to stop yourself because. It's it's weird. You don't really want to sit there and be like, "Look what he did for me. He made me this." And um I love him so much. Like you don't want to be like coming across in that way. So you only really talk about your relationship when there's something negative. And I know that that's what I at least do. And it's unfair to all my friends because then it paints this picture of my relationship that's totally inaccurate and then they all like look at me and they don't like him and it's just like very difficult. It's very, very difficult and you have to find a balance, but don't put too much pressure on your friend. Let her go through her experience until it starts affecting you. Then I feel like you have to say something about it. Be like, hey, it's really, really hard for me to watch you go through this. Like, Come from a place of compassion because they're already struggling enough, especially if they have a shitty boyfriend. So come from a place of compassion and be like, hey, it really hurts to see you go through this. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe... We, we shouldn't talk about him as much or this or that. Like, I want to see you deserving more. Like, but just don't put too much pressure on her. Let her, let her experience it for herself. Like you can say all this and that, but never give concrete, like he sucks and you should leave him and like, be very gentle with someone that's in a toxic relationship, please. Like I've learned from firsthand experience, please just, it's so hard. It is so hard, but don't do it. Don't do it. Okay that is kind of all I have to say for now about that it's such a topic like that's so difficult and it's again something that you're going to deal with for the rest of your life and if I come with any more knowledge in the next couple months like I'll definitely let you guys know but those are like the things that I see in a friendship that's important and the red flags and all of that and I hope you guys can find those like ride or die hard like friends that are just there for you and that you can sit with in silence and that wouldn't talk behind your back and it's just it's hard to find those people but once you do like you really do know what friendship means and i hope you guys can find those people but categorize your friends i know it sounds so weird that's like the one takeaway categorize your friends and don't have the expectations from the friends that are in that middle column of like friendly transactional going out like they're not going to be anything more. And if they do become something more, that's great. They can move up on the list, you know, (laughs) like, or, you know, if those best, best friends betray you or this, then they, sorry, they're going to move to the other column, like categorize your friends so that you don't get disappointed. That's like my biggest advice to you. I know that sounds so weird, but that is it for this episode. You guys, I'm sorry. I was all over the place. This is such a weird topic to talk about because it's something I struggle with daily, but I hope you guys got something from this. Let me know. Message me on Instagram any more topics that you guys want to talk about on the pod. It's been so fun. And we have some special guests coming up soon. Um, I love you guys so much. I will talk to you next week. Bye.